is Rob Bauer. Today in Tuxter, we're talking with Dr. Sebastian Fini of CSD, Sand, Papang, Mountain Bike Racing Team about the World Championships. Alright, the World Mountain Bike Championships have kicked off in Mont Saint Anne in Canada earlier today. And we're going to hear all about it from our Danish cross-country star Sebastian Fini of CSD San Bafang Mountain Bike Racing Team. He wrote the team relay a couple of hours ago and uh, got the cross-country coming up on Saturday. Must be stoked to be there, uh, Fini. How are you going? I'm feeling pretty well. We, uh, yeah, Personally, I had a, a really good start into the team relay today. I, I was the first guy to, to start from the, the team and I went off um finished off in the first position so yeah i had a really good feeling but we had some bad luck in the team and and ended up seven um but yeah that's racing but yeah personally i i feel good and and i feel ready for saturday i must say so you were leading the world championships in the first lap <laughs> yeah you can say that uh yeah but you know, it's a team relay, and we are five riders, and we all have to perform on a on a really high level to, yeah, to be the world champion in the end in in the team relay. And yeah, and today it, it just didn't work out for us. The last four or five years we have been on the podium, so it was a bit disappointed today. But yeah, I mean, everything can happen. Uh, so and today was just not our day for all the riders. Yeah, I was about to say, because the last two years you got a medal at the World Championship in the team relay. Um, so what is like the dominant feeling right now that you had one of the fastest laps of the day? Or is there like more disappointment that you missed out on the medal? Mm, ah, personally, I, I, I'm happy. I had a, a good lap time. And, and the best thing is that, I mean, the feeling was good out there. I went all out. Uh, but... Yeah, I felt good in the technical parts and I felt strong on the climb and so on. But yeah, I mean, yeah, it's it's always nice to go on the podium. But yeah, it's five riders who have to perform on a really high level uh, at the same time. So yeah, I knew it could be difficult, but we always go for it. And yeah, today it just didn't work out. We had uh, one of the riders crashed and, you know, yeah, it just happens sometimes that it doesn't work out. So how is the course over there in uh, in Canada in general? I've heard it's a pretty gnarly one. Yeah, it's one of the the more technical uh, courses, really natural. Uh, we have one loop, which is pretty flat, some corners and some technical stuff. And then we go on to the second loop uh, after the feed zone with two climbs. Um, yeah, both uh, grass, but also really technical climbs with uh, tight corners and loose uh, rocks and so on. So you really have to, it's not only about pushing watts in the pedals, it's also about uh, managing your bike around the course. And, and yeah, of course, the downhills are really rough as well. It's mostly rocks. We have a, a big gap as well, uh, a jump um which is pretty difficult as well but yeah it's a really nice and natural rocky course where you yeah you really have to be on the toes all the time is it sort of comparable with one of the world cup uh, courses that you've already been this season or is it just something totally new for, for you guys this this one no i would say it's 
it's not really comparable with with the courses we have in Europe. I mean, this course has been on the World Cup and World Championships for I, I don't know 10, 15 years. So it's not new for me to come here to see the course, but yeah, it's something different than we have in in Europe. And I think today you also had the opportunity before the team relay already to do like a a training ride on the course, like the official training. How do you prepare for that, and what what do you pay attention to? Yeah, it's of course we. I think we arrived here on Wednesday last week to get into the time zone and to look at the course, go for a course walk uh, to begin with to see okay which lines can we do here and here and. And then we, yeah, we go, yeah, we ride on the course uh, several days, several laps, uh, try different lines, what is easiest, maybe what is more smooth, um, what is better for, yeah, what tires, what uh, pressure, and we test test different things, and and you you need some days for that. Um, so today I, I actually didn't go on the course uh, because yeah I knew I knew it already uh, before the team relay so that was no problem. Um, but right now it's actually raining outside so I think the course will change, um, especially for the juniors tomorrow. So probably it will be good tomorrow again to go maybe for a lap or two to see how the course is when it's raining just in case that. We will have rain on Saturday as well. And how does it then change maybe the setup for your bike? Does it change your tire pressure, etc.? That you've got sort of maybe like figured out for now. Um, if it's really raining and it it gets really muddy, I I would uh, put some different tires on. But if it's just a little bit sticky or you know just some wet rocks or roots and and so on, I would just probably change the the setup of the fork and the shock and also the tire pressure but i wouldn't change to mud tires if it doesn't get really muddy so you need yeah a lot of rain to to get really muddy here i think what, what's more like, preferable oh, sorry mm, yeah what's more preferable i would say yeah. i mean today it was really yeah it was hot and dusty and for the for the for the Danish riders, I and personally for me, I think I prefer mud over thirty degrees and dust. But in between is is the best, I think. Um, I like to do mud races, but it's yeah, it's not that often that we have a real mud race where it's all just carnage and mud everywhere and and so on. But yeah, and it's not gonna happen here. It looks like it will only rain this night and then stay um, dry till Saturday. Okay. You mentioned the, wo- the word carnage and always when I look at the start of a, of a race, of a cross-country race or even the short track, it always already seems like carnage at the start. How is that <laughs> fight for, How is that fight for position that first couple of hundred meters? Yeah, it's, it's all about getting a good start here. I mean, you have one and a half hour to to be in the best possible position at the finish line but the start is really important you need to to find your pedal really fast and then you go full gas and if you're in the middle of the pack around i don't know 40 50 50th position then it's really hard to to go left or right or overtake and so on so 
Yeah, that's that's also that's always why it's good to be at the front in the start, but it can also be negative if you if you start at the front line and you go too hard in the beginning because you are too motivated or too eager. Um, but I have the feeling like you have one and a half hour to pass guys. I know it's good with a, a, a really good start, but if you go over the limit in the start, the first lap or maybe just the first five or six minutes, then you have to pay the bill in the in the end of the race. So for me, it's always a balance in the first laps to, to find a good rhythm and stay yeah, around where I want to stay. And then I can, I can hopefully move up in the end um, because some of the riders get exhausted uh, towards the end of the race. So where do you usually have your highest power output? Is that then at the start or is it somewhere on the climbs? No, nah, that's at the start. Um, yeah. The maximum power output is always at the start, except if you, I don't know, for example, have a sprint finish or, but you never, on the course, you never reach uh, those really high watts um, like you do in a start. There's no point of doing it. I mean, yeah. And usually, um, like it's a really technical sport, but on the other hand, it's also a bit of endurance, a bit of explosiveness. How do you combine that all in training? Yeah, it's. I do both road and and also mountain bike. I mean, I train, for example, the longer rides. I I sometimes do on the road to get the the endurance, without getting too exhausted in the forest. I mean, if you go four or five hours, in the forest on a single trail, you your body is completely broken. I mean, you're screwed up and. It's so much easier just to go four or five hours on the road. You don't have to think uh, too much. and So I try to find a balance between that. And I also do both my intervals on the road and, and in the forest. Um, so a good mix of, of those two, I, I prefer. And then so do you also still have like maybe something like drills for you for your bike handling? Did it come natural to you or...? Yeah, we have some, I mean, we have a lot of mountain bike trails, uh, just 5, 10 k's from where I live. And I mean, it's not the most challenging uh, trails, but you can always find challenges in the not so challenging trails. I mean, just try to go faster in corners or do some other lines or, I mean, there's lots of things you can do. And yeah, of course you... I go to so many places around the world. There are a lot of different difficult uh, tracks and routes. So, yeah, I will get the, the the technical stuff around the world, I would say. And did you grow up on a racing mountain bike or did you start on the road? Or how did you get into, um, into the cross-country work? No, I started actually in 2009 when I was 14 years old. I used to play football and then yeah, my uncle had a mountain bike and then I tried that once and I thought it was really, really nice. So I bought my own one and started in the local club and yeah, from there on 
it just went really quick. Uh, I think two years after I was national champion in under 17. And then, yeah, from there on, uh, yeah, <laughs> I've reached to where I am now. Which has uh, 16 national titles. I saw on your page. Yeah, that's quite impressive already. Um, t- 24 years old now. Um, what do you expect for this weekend? Yeah, for me, I mean, it's it's hard to say. Um, normally, I actually don't uh, go into a race with a, a a finish position goal. Or, I mean, it's 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 nice to finish somewhere around where I I think I can be. But if I think too much about it, if I think like, oh, I have to be top 20, and then on the day I'm just not there and I'm, I cannot reach it, then it's just, uh, yeah, that's bad for my thoughts. But I think, yeah, I felt really good uh, the last weeks. I think I'm in the best shape I've ever been. Um, so... I would be really happy with the top 20 and I think that's uh, that's really possible uh, on on Saturday. Oh, that would be also would be uh, I think like a, a step forward again because you keep taking those leaps from uh, when you entered the pro circuit um better and better. W- what's the ultimate goal for you? Yeah, that's true. I mean this year I, I made a, a big step. Um I had some really nice results uh, all over the the world and, and the whole year. Um, I mean, in the future, for sure, next year I want to go to Olympics and to do top 10 there would be really nice. Um, that's a big goal. Um, but yeah, I'm always dreaming of being world champion, but uh, we will see. I will I'll do my best for sure. <laughs> Obviously, still a bit of competition, and then uh, maybe Mathieu van der Poel needs to stick to the road as well instead of the, the mountain bike or not. Yeah, I hope he will just uh, continue with the, the road cycling, but for next year, <laughs> I know he will be there. And I mean, I know him a little bit, and yeah, he's, he's a good uh, guy for the sport, I think, also. It's good uh, that he can compete on the very highest level and beat some of the old guys in the in the circuit to bring some new uh, power into mountain bike. All right. Okay, we're going to the Tux Turbo Talks fan question of the week. Uh, you may have already seen it each week on uh, the socials. We asked to send you the fan questions in for our guests, uh, which what everyone did this week as well. And this week we have a question from GoPro X and he wanted to know if you do your leg work in the gym, do you do it before or after the training? Normally I go to the gym in the morning and then I go on my bike in the afternoon. I try to keep at least four or five hours between the between the trainings. I think that's for me most uh, beneficial. Okay. Awesome to know. Always pretty interesting to hear about a little bit of the training routine of uh, of the guys like you. Um, we're going to finish it up with some rapid-fire questions, so just some short questions and short answers. Yeah. Um, are you up for that one? Yeah, sure. All right. So an e-mountain bike, yes or no? Mm, yes. Uphill or downhill? Downhill. If you have one bike for the rest of your career, is it a hardtail or a fully? Fully. Short track or the team relay? 
Team Relay. Bart Brenchens or Nino Schurter? Nino Schurter. Does the team owner approve with this one? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> What's your favorite race? Uh, World Cup, Monsang Dan. And who's going to win this weekend the World Championships? Uh, Nina Schurter. Okay. All right. Um, thanks for that. Awesome uh, to have a chat with you in a busy week. All the best for Saturday. Thank you very much. And uh, also, obviously, for the rest of the season, hopefully uh, getting to the top 10 position in Tokyo next year as well. Thank you very much. Thanks for the talk. All right. That's it for this week's Tux Turbo Talk podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. It really goes a long way to spread the word about the podcast. This was Rob Bau with Sebastian Fini of CST Saint Bafang Mountain Bike Racing Team. Stay tuned for new Tux Turbo Talks next week.